Pulp MX Network Production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Motocross and Supercross Show presented by Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast Show. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. I'm Steve Mathis. Thank you for playing Pulp MX Fantasy. Also, uh, weekly prizes every week, no matter what. Even if you uh, haven't signed up for the year, you can sign up per week and uh, try to grab uh, one of the weekly prizes that we have, whether it's a rider jersey, Justin Bogle this week, uh, Michelin Star Cross Fives, BTO Sports Gift Card, Pro Taper Package, 100% Goggles, whatever it is, uh, you can win weekly. And, of course, thank you to all of you people that listen, that signed up all year long. Thank you to Kawasaki as well for uh, giving us three bikes to give away. And I uh, really appreciate that, especially the 2019 KX450 that just dropped. And everybody seems to love it. And uh, we're going to uh, be awarding one of those to somebody who has signed up all year long at the end of the year. So thank you for playing. Appreciate it. We're going to talk a little bit of Muddy Creek, how we did, who we picked. JT's going to respond to an angry Facebook uh, person. And then we'll go into Southwick, which we have Cooper Webb and Justin Bogle coming back along with the regular NESC guys. It'll make it really tough to uh, to make accurate predictions on this Wednesday, but we're going to try our best. Uh, thanks to FlyRacing.com for coming on this podcast. Please check them out. The F2 Carbon with MIPS right off the shelf, right on the rider's head. Baggett, Pike, Osborne, LeMay, Privateers, Dylan Merriam, who's killing it in fantasy. All wear FlyRacing.com. Please check them out at your local dealer or on the web and uh, see all the exciting things that Fly Racing makes. Also, too, 100%, if you listen to this podcast, you can save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. Pulp 18 at checkout. Go to Ride100%.com. Enter Pulp 18 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. 100% goggles crafted from the finest materials to provide racers with the highest level of functionality and accurate vision. Uh, they're committed to enabling athletes to see and think differently. Also, to Pro Taper, Geico Honda, JGR Suzuki, Rockstar Husky Worldwide, all depend on Pro Taper driving uh, control components, whether it's uh, their sprockets, their bars, their grips, their clamp-on grips, uh, the micro bar line, ProTaper.com has got something for you and your machine. Uh, thank you to all those companies. We got their 100% lead pipe lock of the week also coming up, and uh, 100% chance that Dan Truman also picks first lap leaders. Uh, as I said, I'm Steve Mathis. Speaking of Dan Truman, from Athena and Get, he's on the line. What's up, Dan? How are you? I would have had such a great week. Had my guy, had I not even just picked anybody, I would have had a great week. <laughs> if they would have got the whole shot, I would have won the week. So uh, I'm getting better. Like I'm a moth better. to a flame, you and the first lap leaders, always. Um, also on the line from flyracing.com, uh, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Just going to talk about my train wreck of a uh, fantasy motocross team. I don't know why riders can't finish motos. I'm not sure what happens to them. I, I've, I've finished hundreds of them, uh, but it seems very <laughs> difficult these days. I finished hundreds of them. Uh, also on the line from ProTaper, ProTaper.com, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? What's up, Steve? How's it going, guys? I'm, uh, yeah, looking at some uh, picks here, and I'm actually looking at weather, and JT comments on finishing races. I think it's going to be tough this weekend because I think we're in for a hot one. Oh, yeah? Really? I haven't, uh, I haven't looked at it, but, uh, yeah. Uh, a high of 95 on Saturday. Oh, that's, boy. That's no joke. Oh, boy. 
Um, am I right, though, Paul, in saying at the, into, at the intro, this race, of course, who can forget? Who can forget the I... 699 scored by yours truly last year? The highest recorded amount in fantasy motocross to ever have been scored. Uh, at least that's what I'm going for. Um, I can forget it. I try every day. Uh, but for reals, Paul, um, this is maybe the hardest race of the year to predict, right? Especially on a Wednesday. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's tough because you're going to have um, it, it's just the nature of, the, of a sand track. You know, you're going to have guys that, uh, and I don't know what's going first yet here on a Wednesday. Maybe JT or Dan knows, but whatever the first practice is to hit the track, they're going to they have a, a huge advantage. So you're going to have these outliers, these guys that cannot do 35 minutes in the heat that are going to be qualifying top 10, and it's going to be it's going to be one of the most challenging fantasy weekends of the year for sure. Yeah, you got the local guys, and then you got the unseated practices where the track's smooth. You know, like yeah, it's a it's a lot to lot to to uh, take in. Um, it's tough, huh, JT, to predict this race. Yeah, you know, to me, the biggest variable for Southwick is the locals. Um, it's it is by far the most affected event of the year with locals in the results, locals in time qualifying, and it really puts a uh, dilemma on on every player because. You're always trying to figure out, is this guy in shape? You, re- you figure that they can go fast for one lap in a, on a smooth qualifying track, right? But is that really indicative of how their day is going to go? Yeah. And Dude. year in and year out, there, there are guys that you just don't know anything about. And you're just guessing. Like, you, you know, for your, for your day where you went 699, you pick guys that you probably knew nothing about, right? That's just how it goes. And, and if you hit and you get lucky, you can have a huge day. But uh, – in, in other cases, like what's been happening to me time and time again, uh, they don't finish, they're not in shape, they have no real vested interest in the series other than one race, <laughs> and it goes poorly. Uh, Dan, so do you, as a general rule, Dan, are, are you, do, you go, do you go with locals? Do you just try to play it safe? Yeah, I mean, I think you, you have to go with locals. Like you did last year, you had a big score, you had nothing but locals on your team. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it just depends, like Paul did mention, uh, who goes first. It's not posted yet um, which class is going to go first, but that makes a big difference in qualifying. I remember one year either Metcalf or Short had to ride an LCQ because they had an issue in the first practice, and then the second practice times were so much slower um, that they didn't even qualify. So uh, it does make a difference. The locals know the track. They had a race there this weekend. Uh, I'm going to look at some of those results and see who, who did good there. And, um, yeah, I think you have to pick locals. Yeah, but uh, so it's going to make it hard for this Wednesday show, Dan, to, I mean, we're going to try our best. We'll give you who we think, but things are going to be sketchy on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, for, for sure. And, I mean, JT is, is one that's gotten burned here by not picking the local. Uh, two years ago, he didn't pick Robbie Marshall because uh, some, <laughs> he had some influences to say not to, and he scored 100 points. So then last year, JT did pick Robbie Marshall, and I think he scored zero points. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it can it can get you either way, you know. Uh, absolutely. It's uh, it's really uh, difficult to know how to, how to go and how to balance it, for sure, without a doubt. Um, thanks to Pro Taper again. Thanks to Fly Racing. Thanks to 100% Lead Pipe Lock of the Week. Uh, let's go into um, how we did from Muddy Creek. I wasn't there. Actually, none of us were there, right? You guys were in snowshoe doing GNCCing. Paul, yeah. Yeah. Dan and I were close. We were, we were four hours away, but we weren't there. <laughs> and, uh, and JT and I were in Las Vegas. So, yes, we were not there. Um, all right. So, I had uh, 486. I'm sorry, 419. 
419. I'm overall ranked 486. Uh, Paul, what did you score and what's your overall rank? Uh, I scored 428. My overall rank is 365. All right. Dan, what did you score and overall rank? I think you guys are cheating. I scored 419, but my overall rank is 897. Oh, well, there we go. I'm not real happy about that. <laughs> JT, how'd you do? I scored a 317. I put a 317 up on the board. And uh, <laughs> my overall rank is an 871. And I officially don't like fantasy motocross anymore. <laughs> Steve, are you open for some wagers with me and JT being uh, we're 500 spots behind you? I don't know. Maybe. Let's talk next week. Yeah, maybe. No, no, no. I, I, I am still waiting. I am still week. waiting for my $50. I have not received it. Well, that's between you and JT. I mean, this is what you guys do, though. This giant. No, 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 no. Don't you guys. We pay. I'm in 897th place going into your best round of your career. I think we should make a bet. All right, we'll we'll talk. Let's talk. Well, Steve, Steve, I do owe you fifty dollars, and I actually forgot about it until now. But I, I was assuming you were just going to take it out of my Pulpamex contribution money, but that has not happened. So okay. I, I apologize. Uh, for that. Maybe we can Wasn't do that. Intentional. I just yeah, yeah. no no. I, I understand. Yeah, you're not sitting there at night laughing about getting me for my fifty dollars. No. Um, no. All right. Uh, yeah, maybe we can, Dan. We'll we'll, we'll talk. All right. Um, but right, just just know that I'm no longer the mock. I no longer get mocked by all of you for fantasy. Okay, when I really do commit, I can do well. Six ninety nine. You'll, you'll still lose to me. You picked Dakota Alex. He hasn't raced in a month. <laughs> JT also picked Noah McConaughey in Supercross. He was not there, so it happens, Dan. It happens. All right. Um, all right. Let's get into the, who we picked and uh, who we're going to pick for Southwick. So this is uh, Muddy Creek. Cameron McAdoo was the number one fantasy point uh, guy, and Dan, he was your 100% lead pipe block of the week, was he not, last week? Yeah, yeah, he was so, my guy. Um, so we have I, steered people right, at least some, somewhat. <laughs> yeah, I actually wasn't on the show last week, but that's who my lock of the week was. We talked about it. Uh, he had a really bad race at High Point. He just broke a wheel. Mm-hmm. He has done hundreds and hundreds of laps at Muddy Creek, and uh, he was on my team until about five minutes ago, and I uh, I pulled him off. So, oh, boy. Uh, yep. I'm an idiot. Uh, scores were low in 250s, really low. Uh, so Cameron McAdoo, number one guy, 82 points. McArath was next at 76. Uh, James Weeks, who I did not know anything about, was next at 72. Good job for James. Jordan Bailey, Jimmy Dakota's first race. Good job for him. Hold on a second. What? Hold, hold on yep. a second. Yep. You, you picked James Weeks at high point. Um, no, I don't think so. Yes, yes, yes you, did. you did. You, you picked James did. Weeks at high point. I thought I picked yep. uh, Brandon Leith. No. And no, you James picked Weeks. James Weeks at high point. Yep. Uh, good job, James Weeks. Um, <laughs> God, JT, this guy's beating you. It's brutal. Hold on. I'm, I'm pulling this up. My guys don't finish, Paul. My guys do not finish motos. It's like they band together oh and decide, yep, are we on the team? Oh, yeah, I just, I just pulled it up. Yeah, we're on the team. Okay, well, easy day for us, boys. Okay, I just pulled it up, and uh, <laughs> I did pick James Weeks for high point. So you're, you are right. Um, all right, back to who I picked, though, for uh, Muddy Creek. So scores were low. Hold on here. Scores were pretty low. Uh, McElrath, I had McElrath of 76 points. I liked that qualifying time, and I liked that it was his home track. So I went with Shane McElrath, even though he was a negative one. I, I like, like I said, I, I, he's been. It's been a tough season for him, but the home track and that. Qualif- I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you can pick him, though, man. He has not been good. Dude, the qualifying and the home track. 
Oh, man. I picked him as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you were obviously right. It just I picked him earlier this year, and he has faded every I single know. moto. I know, year. but home track qualifying time. He hadn't qualified well yeah. that well. All year, You're so. right. I, I know. I get. It. I just uh, man, I could not. I couldn't wrap my head around picking him. Uh, McElrath, I had 76. Got him. Uh, my next guy was Joey Savacci, who we keep talking about paying off, and at 58 points, JT, is that a payoff or not? Uh, well, yeah, I'll take 58 all day. Okay. You want to look at my team, we'll talk about my team in a minute. 58 is a godsend. Okay. Uh, my next guy was Chase Sexton. Been waiting on him. 56 points for uh, Chase Sexton. And uh, not too bad, I guess, for that. And my next guy was Jeremy Martin. Uh, only 25 points. We all know he crashed. He was well on his way to probably getting 50 on the day. And J-Mart is out for the rest of the year. So uh, look good after Moto 1 and uh, get well soon, J-Mart. The pick trends... Highest pick trend was Jeremy Martin at 55. Uh, 55% of people picked Jeremy Martin. And then uh, Joey Savacci was next. Hartraft was after that. I could not pick Hartraft because uh, I had him last week. He paid off really well. Uh, and then McElrath and Sexton. So I had four out of the top five pick trends. And the one that I didn't have, Hartraft, I was not eligible to pick. So I clearly just went along with the uh, with the grain there in, uh, in Muddy Going down to 450s here, uh, fantasy points, Jacob Hayes. I was scared of that qualifying time, man. I'm good to, I want to ask you guys if you picked him. I don't know if you guys got him or not, but that qualifying time scared the crap out of me, so I was out. If Jacob Hayes had qualified anywhere in the top 12 or 15, I would have picked him, but I, I said no way. I don't know what was happening. But anyways, 90 points for Jacob Hayes. Good job for that. Henry Miller, that's my guy. I think I've picked him once or twice for sure once. Uh, 74, Henry Miller's coming around a little bit. Uh, Cody Williams was the next guy, uh, 66 points. Then Chris Canning was after that, NESC guy, who was part of my 699 team last year. Then Cunningham and Jeremy Hand, Heath Harrison. I went with Canning, 62 points. Heath Harrison, home track. First moto was great. Don't know what in the hell happened in the second moto for Harrison. He was on his way to a 100-point day uh, early on, I think, and um, uh, looked great because he had 50 points after moto one. Uh, I had Barsha was my all-star. That was easy. He was a handicap three. He's been good, and he's been good at uh, Muddy Creek before. 50 points there. I maxed out on him. My worst guy was my lead pipe lock of the week, I believe, was Alex Ray last week. That was my lead pipe lock of the week, and I went with A-Ray. It was his last ride on the factory bike. It's his home track. It's the one track he knows. It's the one track you'd think he'd do well at, and A-Ray got me only 37 points. Oh, that hurts, but... Um, the good news is for that is uh, he was the second highest pick trend, so a lot of you also felt the Alex Ray pain. Pain. Uh, Brandon Shear was number one pick trend, fifty-two points uh, for him, and he thirty-six points. Baggett was next, an all-star at a handicap five, and he maxed out thirty-one. Heath Harrison was after that, so I think a lot of people were on my bandwagon with home track and everything else, or maybe maybe Harrison was my lead pipe block of the week. Actually, I think he was. I need to keep track, better track of this stuff, but um, yeah. So that's uh, that was my day there. Some good, some bad, some horrific. And uh, all right, let's go with you, Dan. Uh, who'd you pick in two fifties, and uh, how'd it go? My team was pretty close to yours. I had Jeremy Martin as a all star, which obviously we all know what happened to him. <clears throat> and uh, I'm okay with that. Twenty five points was actually not bad for an all star last week. There wasn't many who got fifty. So um, I had James Weeks. I do know something about James Weeks. Apparently, more than you do. Um, he trains down here in Florida, and uh, he works with Freeberg. 
and uh, he doesn't quit, and he charged both motos, and he did really well with 72 points. And then I had the same as you with Joey Savacci and, and Chase Sexton. I overlooked Mac- McElrath, uh, same reason JT did. I think that uh, he had struggled in the past, uh, but I definitely overlooked the hometown track and <clears throat> and, uh, and being such a good starter. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was kind of my own fault. But overall, the 250 team was pretty good. I had uh, Justin Cooper to lead a lap, and he was second, I think, at yeah. the time. So that didn't work out very well. Um, but overall, it was a pretty good score. On the 450 side, I see 0% picked uh, Cody Williams. That's pretty crazy. He got 66 points and had uh, nobody pick him. Yeah, that is crazy. So. Gee whiz, he's national number 82 and everything. Like You know what I mean? Like He's somebody. He's a guy. So. Y- yeah, yeah. I think yeah, but he is like not him. in shape, dude. Oh, my God. I picked him at Hangtown. He is not in shape. That's why I, I can't pick him. I will not pick him. I don't think I still can pick him even after that score because I, I don't know that I've ever seen anybody that tired on a motorcycle before. <laughs> I, uh, I picked I him at high that, point and, that, and yeah, to echo what JT said, it's either he gets tired or he quits and pulls off. So like that's uh, yeah, we've all been burned from him. Maybe the listeners have, have seen that and that's why they stayed away. But yeah, he, he came through. Alright, Dan, who else? J- Jacob Hayes I didn't pick. Uh, obviously, you know, he was a 13 handicap. We all thought he was a, a good pick, and uh, this kind of falls into us knowing too much, I think. Um, Paul reached out to a couple people that we know was working with uh, Jacob, and we found out he was on stock suspension. And um, we were like, oh, we're out. You know, like as soon as we found that out, we were out. And then uh, apparently stock Cali suspension is really good. Well, so, and that uh, qualifying time, like I mentioned, like what the hell, like 24th, I think? Yeah, he qualified not great, so he didn't have a very good gate pick, which is important at Muddy Creek. And I mean, there was just so many things against him, but uh, you know, he proved us wrong. He even crashed in the in the start with uh, Marvin in the first photo and still got good points. So um, I did go with Henry Miller, uh, who got seventy four oh, points. Okay. Yeah, that was a. I felt like that was a really good pick on the day. Twenty one percent pick trend. Uh, I went with Canning as well, and I debated this for a long time with Paul and and Randy, who we were with, and uh, I was going to save him for Southwick. And uh, and hope that he had a bad Muddy Creek, but he he did good at Muddy Creek. He got 62 points. And then uh, Brandon Shar was my last guy. I thought he would be better. He qualified ninth. Yeah. And uh, he only got 52 points, and uh, yeah. and that's still good. Uh, but uh, I was looking for more out of like 70 from him. Yeah, I was looking at him long, Brandon Shear. He's had some good rides this year, some really good fantasy points, you know. And so. then I had uh, I had Barsha to lead a lap. Uh, which, you know, some of our listeners are, are writing in complaining about this, but it's the first rider to cross the finish line. He did not cross the finish line first. Uh, Roxon did. And uh, so, yeah, he got minus 15 points for me. Um, all right. Who's your all-star? Sorry. Uh, Baggett. Baggett. Baggett okay. All-star. Baggett was your all-star. Uh, all right, JT, let's, let's hear it. My team sucks. I just want to put that right out on the front end. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't like any of them. <laughs> I really, really, really am mad at my team. Like, I almost deleted my account on Saturday. There's there's more to that story as well. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was not a good not a good four-moto run for me. Uh, I think after the first moto, I had like 50, 50 points or something total. Uh, it's real bad. <laughs> so, my, my team, uh, J-Mark. Wins the first, you know, gets out there, does his thing in the first moto. I'm all good. Yep. No problem. Yep. Way to go, J-Mark. Second moto, yeah, he's uh, he's headed to the hospital. We know how that went. Not good. Um, second pick on my team, 
Carson Brown. Not good. <laughs> Not a good day for Carson Brown. No. Uh, I we Fly Racing sponsors him. I know he you know has a, a kind of a ride right now, and he's trying, and he did okay at High Point. I don't know what happened. To, well, I do know what happened. First of all, he didn't do very good. Didn't get double points. Very uh, mediocre performance. Second moto, his bike blew up on the freight lap. So, yeah, he uh, he made it about 150 yards further than J-Mart did, or less than J-Mart did. <laughs> My third pick, Dylan Ferrandez. Uh Yeah, he rode really poorly in the first moto. He got 11th place. Uh, yeah, he's gone 8-3-11-1. So, yeah. yeah, let's just uh, get, figure that 11th in there, and uh, I'm not really sure how he can get 11th in that class with his talent, but he sure did. And then, my and, he, last and by the way, JT, my, he did crash in the first moto. I had a couple of people text me. He did? Yeah, he did. He did, okay. Yep. Yeah, I must have just barely tipped over then. Um, so, Ryan Sipes was my last pick, and I know you have a voicemail, a very upset listener about that, Steve. Yes, let's, um, uh, let's, let's get to that. So, it's just a okay. Facebook message. A guy on Facebook uh, hit me up, and uh, JT, you and Dan, you weren't on the show, but Paul, you were. I mean, how emphatic, Paul, was JT about not picking Ryan Sipes? Like, he, he was overboard. Yeah, it was, it was pretty matter-of-fact, yeah. <laughs> yes, he, there was zero chance JT was sold on this 125 in the 250 class thing. And, and you said it and said it. So a guy on Facebook hit me up and said, uh, you know, you guys always say this, and then you end up picking the guys, and, and you guys don't, you know, you kind of move your picks along around. And, and, and I, you know, I didn't, he was cool about it, but he was just like, well, you know, how how does JT pick Ryan Sipes after saying he would not? So, JT, the floor so, is yours. To, so to defend myself, uh, yeah, I, I really believe that Ryan Sipes on face value is a really bad pick, and I, and I made that very clear. But if this gentleman was watching television, you watch the coverage. The coverage is excellent, by the way. Uh, Jason Wygant <laughs> spoke to the fact that he had a conversation with Ryan Sipes, and he said that. Uh, Ryan Sipes' plan was just basically to hang around, try to get points, right? So I started thinking about guys like Cody Williams, how out of shape they are, how bad they are at the end of motos, and I started formulating a plan because if Ryan Sipes is just going to try to hang around the top 20 to 25 and then the last 5 to 10 minutes when these guys are suffering and make his move, that could really work out well at a 15 handicap. So I talked myself into it. He qualified not that terribly in, in the second practice, second qualifying practice, which is much more like race conditions. He was, you know, sometimes somewhere around 25th or 27 or something. It wasn't bad. So I figured if he can do one lap with those guys in that much of a deficit, he's in shape, right? He rides all these off-road races that require fitness. And I'm really unimpressed with the, the fitness level of, of racing in general right now, especially the 250 class. So, my thought was if he hangs around the top 25 and then he has good laps at the end, he may end up 19, 17, 18, 19, and that's really solid points. Uh, I didn't think he would have any bike issues. 125s are really reliable. Uh, so, yeah, I talked myself into it. You know, that, that show and conversation we had was on Wednesday, uh, and I didn't have the information that I had that Wygant shared uh, on Saturday. So that's it. Okay. All right. Uh, who was your 450p? Uh, my 450 team was poor. Uh, <laughs> it was also poor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it was a mixed bag. Yeah. So I had Jacob Hayes. I had Jacob Hayes. I he wasn't, did have Hayes. Okay. No, I wasn't yeah. really. Yeah, I wasn't scared of the qualifying time. I actually was okay. excited about that because I I 
I thought that may throw some people off the scent, uh, which threw, I threw was me hoping off. for. Absolutely threw yeah, me yeah. off. So I felt like he would be able to finish in this class as, as weak as it is right now as far as depth. Uh, I felt like as long as he didn't quit, he would get into the points both motos, uh, and which was what he did. You know, the, the first one he goes down with Muskan, and I'm punching myself in the nuts at that point in time. Uh, and then he rode solidly. He, I was just hoping he could go with Marvin to some extent, and any kind of couldn't do that, but he did move into a solid finish. Uh, and then the second moto, he got a 12th, which was, which was great. So that worked out for me. Uh, I had Barsha as my all-star. He gets 50, so yeah, I can't ask for any more than that. Uh, where I go sideways from there is I had Brandon Leith, who DNF'd the first moto. Not good. Uh, I don't know why he DNF'd, but he sure did. And then um, second moto, he gets uh, 30 points, so somewhat of a turnaround. Um, but I certainly had my, high, my hopes higher than 30 points on the day, that's for sure. Uh, my other pick was Chase Marquier. I don't know what the hell Chase Marquier was doing out there. Uh, I'm not sure who, if you guys paid attention, but at Colorado, he was like a top 15 guy, no problem. Uh, he was not a top 15 guy at Muddy Creek. No other way to put it than that. And he ended up getting 13 points. And it was a terrible day. It was just a really, really, really <laughs> bad day by Chase Marquier. All right. Uh, it was, JT's very depressed. And by the way, last week we had, Brack, we had uh, Brock Pappy Gate. We explained what happened and uh, how JT got with Brock Pappy, and it made him very angry. Well, our guy Marks made a little joke to JT uh, and put on Austin Root instead of one of his guys. And JT on our text exploded, and it 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 got ugly quick. And Marks Marks fessed up rather fast that uh, this was just haha a little joke on JT. So um, yeah, everybody. not cool, <laughs> not cool, man. My team is not in a place where you can joke about it right now. Right, right, right. I think we all learned our lesson there, everybody. So um, all right, uh, Paul, what you how'd you do? Um, so yeah, I did, I did okay. But, um, the one thing I'm still frustrated at is, uh, still to this day, I have not gotten all stars to score a hundred points. I, I can't seem to do it. So, um, <laughs> we'll start with the 250 class and I had Jeremy Martin first moto went great. And we all know happened the second moto. So, um, <clears throat> missed some points there, but Hey, whatever crashes happens, I'm not going to get mad over that obviously. Mm. Um, but the rest of my team was pretty good. So last week you remember I was talking about how to scroll really far down because I didn't see any green on my screen. Well, my three guys are right up there in the, in the top six. And, uh, so I went with McElrath, um, and I have a little bit of insight to McElrath usually because I'm quite close with um, the team manager of that team. And I do know that he switched something up in his training stuff during the week, but that really isn't what made me pick him. It was, uh, it was what you saw, Steve, in his qualifying time. And I was watching the practice show, and to me, he just looked extremely comfortable. Like, I'm like, man, this guy's turning good. He's, he's, he's taking good lines. And I knew that's obviously his home track, too. So I, was, I just felt good about it, and it worked out. He obviously did way better than I thought. He won the race, but um, 76 points from him. Um, and then I went James Weeks, uh, based on what Dan kind of taught me about him, that he has a kind of a no-quit attitude. And, Steve, you picked him the week before, just based purely yeah. on, on, his, uh, James Weeks. on his qualifying time. So uh, I was like, yeah, I'm going to take him, and, and he did awesome, too. He got 72. Um, I never really was looking at McAdoo. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan 
Dan absolutely was. All day, Dan was like, McAdoo's my guy, and for some reason he took him off, and he ended up being the top guy. So, um, And then uh, I'm on the week of Savachi where I can pick Savachi here. So finally I feel like I got a little bit of redemption. He scored 58. Um, but then again, I did have him at Thunder Valley when he scored not much at all. So I got some some revenge there. It felt like so. Two fifty team was pretty solid. But, um, but Paul doesn't it? Paul doesn't it feel like fifty eight for Joey? Uh, his resume, it's still you. You still want more? Like what I, what I was saying? Like I mean, it's not bad, but. You know, you're just like, man, yeah, this guy. Yeah, I think yeah. you do want more, but, you know, I, I'm not upset because 58 points is the uh, the sixth best score of yeah, the weekend. Yeah, it was so low. It, yeah. It's, hard, yeah. it's hard to find points right now. You know, if you if, I think the handicaps are pretty pretty accurate. Um, you know, 82 is an outlier, but there's not much data on McAdoo. He hasn't finished a race. He's been hurt, and this is the one race he finished good. And then if you go down to 450 class, the one outlier there is, is Jacob Hayes, and he, he far outperformed, I think, what we all thought he was going to do. So, um, okay. Yeah, so, I, I agree with you. Fifty-eight isn't much, but man, at this point, at round six yeah. or seven, wherever we're at, that's that's better than an all-star. So. Yep. Uh, all right. Four fifties. Four fifties. So uh, I um, I went Chris Canning. He was my top scorer. He got sixty-two. And again, this was a big debate as Dan was talking about. Mm-hmm. We know he's from Connecticut, and Southwick is his place. And um, but when he qualified so good and. And, you know, the research that we did do on him, it's like, do you wait and hope yeah. he has a bad weekend so his handicap doesn't change and you take him at Southwick? Or what if he kills it at Muddy Creek and then you lose value and you can't really pick him at Southwick because there's less value? So um, yep. he did he did pretty pretty good, you know, scored 62. His handicap didn't move much, so I still think there's plenty of value with him at Southwick. But um, he was on my team. Uh, I took Heath Harrison. Again, I was on the off week of Heath, Heath Harrison by passing on him at – at high point, and um, the first moto was awesome, but the second moto is 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 was it wasn't, and um, that's why he got 55, and I think that's why his handicap is is where it's at because at the end of the day, his results, you know, his his speed and his talent, his qualifying times are should be better than his results, but he's mm-hmm. just not finishing races. Yeah. So. Um, and then I went Brandon Share too. Um, Dan kind of sold me on Share. He's he's just been. I think he's taken a a step up this year. He's he's better, and I kind of wanted to save him for Southwick because. He was a huge point scorer at Southwick last year, but um, that guy's in shape. Uh, I'll give that to him. He uh, it wasn't looking super good at Muddy Creek, but the last four laps, he 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 eats people up. So um, mm-hmm. good points from him at 52. And then uh, my all-star, I missed again. I took Muskin. I thought for sure Muskin can get second twice, yep. and um, yeah. but he can't fall <laughs> in the first turn. So um, I don't know. Maybe I should have looked at Barsha like you did. I guess there was a lot of all-stars that got 50 in this class. You know, Nicoletti. Barsha, Pike, Roxanne, yeah. Baggett, they all got 50, so that's on me. I guess I just took took a bad guy. No, but, um, it's, it's not on you. It's there, it's just but. your all-star stuff. Something's going on with your all-star picks. Something. Paul, so. had, a lap, Paul had a lap leader also. He got it wrong. Oh, yeah? Paul? Yeah. I th- who did I have? Oh, I took. I think I took Justin Cooper. So yeah, you took Cooper. We just thought I, the guy qualified fastest. He's been getting good starts. The finish line is pretty close to the first turn. Yep. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to take Justin Cooper. So I lost 15 there, and and that's something to think about this weekend for everybody making their picks. The finish line at Southwick is basically right after the first turn. So whoever gets the whole shot is most likely going to lead the first lap, and and that could be yep. your your point accelerator there. So. All right. Well, uh, can we talk about Jerry Robin? We had some funny oh, yeah. tweets. We had some funny tweets. Jerry came back. Jerry's on a 450. Jerry qualified, I think, 18th or 16th. Uh, but yeah. we, had, I had asked, none of us took Jerry. And did anybody on this call 
even remotely think about Jerry for half a second? No. No. Right? No. No. JT? Like, seriously picking him? Yeah. Hell no. Right. Okay, so <laughs> all of you people that pick Jerry, like, like this is... What you need to think about from Chase, now on, Chase Dowell, this is you. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Like, what, there's an like entire article point, about him this week. I saw. Yeah, no, Chase got so mad, so frustrated. He wrote a whole story about it. Yep. Uh, at this point, though, what is the real reason? He just doesn't finish. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Nobody knows, Dan. I mean, you would think the 450 would help, but. So for me, it's just one of those things, like yeah. it's like the Bermuda Triangle. Like I don't really understand it. I just know I don't want to go there. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you ever? All, gonna, oh. I feel like I feel like at some point this year he's gonna he's gonna get points. You would have to think so, right? But but yeah, I, I agree with what Dan said. Like you cannot blame the bike anymore. You can't blame a crash. You can't blame. Yeah. There is nothing left to blame when it's happened so many times, except. You have to blame Jerry. <laughs> well, there's no way to time it either. You know, I, I do agree with you. At some point in his life, he's going to get some sort of decent finish, but there's no way to time that in fantasy. Like, you're going to be wrong 90-plus percent of the time. It's impossible. Uh, if there's one of us on this call who picks Jerry, it's Dan Truman. I'm not picking Jerry. I'll pick lap leader every moto times two before I pick Jerry. <laughs> I don't know, Dan. I think I think he's, he's lurking for you. Um, no. All right. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing and Pro Taper 100%. And, uh, of course, the folks at Kawasaki for making this podcast happen. Ride100%.com, Pulp 18 at checkout on casual apparel and accessories. So 25% off, pretty good deal. Uh, ProTaper.com as well. Thanks to those guys. Uh, please check them out. Uh, a lot of the teams that uh, are winning each and every week are running Pro Taper out there. And we got a Pro Taper guy coming back this weekend, of course. And also to FlyRacing.com. Please check them out on the web. Uh, okay, so... We'll get the 450s. Webb's back. Bogle's back. Lots of uh, guys to pick from and choose from. Uh, I got a Canadian rider that is showing up that could be spicy to look at. But uh, for now, let's start with 250s for Southwick. And, I mean, again, like, it's uh, it's just so tough to do on a Wednesday. There's going to be guys. Like, how many, JT, how many 100-point guys will there be in each class, do you think, at Southwick? Uh, on my team, zero. No, yes, okay, but on, on most people's teams. <laughs> on, at, at Southwick, uh, I would say somewhere between five and ten. Yeah, so that's where I'm going with. Like, this is really tough to do on a Wednesday, everybody. Uh, my all-star will be Alex Martin. Uh, his brother is obviously out. Zach's out. Alex is second. going to be second in the points. He's very good at Southwick. He's a three. Um, Should have went 2-1 at Muddy Creek. Troll Train, 100% chance Alex Martin is my all-star pick in 250s. Um, Dan, what do you think about that, right? Good one? I, I like it, but I, I have Hampshire. He's good in the sand. He's a 7. I really like yeah, that. He is good in the sand. You're right about that also, yes. Yes. Um, uh, okay, so who else, Dan, do you like? 250-wise uh, for Southwick. 250-wise <clears throat> right now, Dakota Alex, I believe, is coming back. He's good there as well, um, and he's an 8. So I like to go to Alex. Well, please um, make sure he's on the sheets, everybody. <laughs> he, he is there, and he'll be racing. <clears throat> is Joey Crown racing a 250? Do we know? I don't believe so. I can text right now and find out because he's a Canadian. Uh, he's not Canadian, but he's doing the Canadian Nationals. So. If Joey Crown is racing, I, I like him at a 13. Why do, why do you think that? A just Michigan kid, is he good in the sand? 
he's pretty good in general. I just think that a 13 is good. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 was my reasoning. Um, and then, like you said, uh, I think that you have to look at this list after practice. We'll update it with more guys. There's just so many guys that aren't on the list uh, right now. I think Jordan Bailey has value, and and Brandon Hartramp also at an eight. His handicap went up. He was really good at high point. He got 100 points, and he had a bad weekend at Muddy Creek, so his handicap went back up. Um, he has paid off for us. Um, yeah. You know, if you're on the good week of him. So, are you, uh, 250s are tough. I'm worried about Hartraff's bike in the sand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. That's, okay. All right. Um, you, di- you didn't pick him in Colorado for that reason, right? Yeah. And, it, yeah. and his bike blew up. Uh, maybe Costello's did or somebody's did. One of the two guys. Yeah. Yep. Um, hey, what about uh, Jimmy D? Local guy. First race. He scored. He was one of the top scorers. If he's going to do much, it's going to be at Southwick. I know it's his only second race back then. Uh, how do you feel about Jimmy D? Yeah, I mean, he definitely wants to do good here. I think he raced Muddy Creek to get one race under his belt before going to Southwick. Yep. Um, and he paid off pretty good last weekend. He got 15th. He was a handicap 8. Uh, his handicap did go down to a 6, but I still think there's value there. I think Jimmy could go, you know, 12, 12 13 or something like that. Paul, what do you like? Yeah, um, I like Brandon Hartraft a lot because, uh, but you know, maybe I shouldn't say a lot. I, I like, like I touched on earlier, the weather. Um, I'm gonna pick guys that are that are in shape because I think uh, my team might look ugly at the 20 minute mark, but I think it's gonna look really good at the 35, you know, minute mark when the race is over. And I and I know Hartraft is in shape, but um, you know, like Dan said, he went had a bad weekend, so he went up. But I'm scared of his bike, man. Um, I like Dan. What, what Dan said about Joey Crown, I agree with Dakota Alex. Uh, I think Luke Ren, Luke Rensland is somebody to look at. He's, he has the highest handicap value right now that he's had all year um, because he hasn't put in some good finishes as yeah. of recent. You know, so um, he, he got 28th overall at Tennessee, and now he's a 10. So uh, I think he's he's not from Southwick, but he's up from that area. I'm sure he's ridden Southwick plenty of times. Um, I think Colt Nichols will be uh, a guy to look at. Uh, he didn't do as good as probably he wants to at Muddy Creek, but that's good for us. Um, he's going to want to do better, and I know he's in shape, and he's not going to quit, and I think he's on a bike that will 100% finish the race. And he's a, uh, he's a four, so uh, I'll look at him. I fully agree with um, both of you guys on your all-star picks. Either Martin or Hampshire will be on my team. Um I think I like Reimer Alves a little bit. Um, he's put in really good results at Thunder Valley and High Point, mm-hmm. but Muddy Creek didn't go good, so that's good for us as fantasy players, and his handicap went from a 12 to a 15. And he's from Florida, so I would imagine he rides the sand good, and I think he is in shape. So um, he could be someone that has some value. JT, what do you, uh, what do you want to add to the, that discussion? I want to add that anybody I pick will be terrible, and my confidence is completely shot. I've questioned everything in my life, including fantasy motocross between Saturday and now. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you – but seriously, I think you guys were on uh, most of, mostly the right track uh, mm-hmm. from what I'm going to do. I think Sabachi will be picked by quite a few people. He's, he's a minus two. Yep. Uh, just, but with the top end of the field, we're losing guys by the weekend. You know, now Jay Mart's out. Uh, Joey's, Joey's a, a – top level guy right he yeah it, on a in a perfect world and if everything goes normally he should be top six or eight at minimum 
Um, you know, guys like Joey Crown will be interesting. I don't know what his deal is, if he's racing, but he's some, he's he's a rookie that we don't kind of know what to expect. But he's got he's got a pretty high ceiling, uh, and he rides the sand pretty well. Um, guys like Renslin, I don't know what happened to him at Muddy Creek, but yeah, like, uh, I think that's a pretty, that? pretty good pick. Yeah, so him at a 10, I think, is a good pick. Um, the interesting thing of all this, though, and, you know, we do these on Wednesday, which is just kind of how it has to go, but the interesting picks are not going to come until Friday night, in my opinion. Once we get the pre-entry list and once we adjust this, that's when things are going to go completely off the rails. Um. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting for sure. Uh, Joey Crown, I said um, my sources say Joey Crown might race a 350 at Southwick. But it's not for sure. And Osby's not racing. So um, keep an eye uh, on He that. might get protested for that. Uh, what yeah. class do you race a 350 in? Yeah. He would race the <laughs> 450 class. He would race the 450 class. Um, okay, so, uh, hey, what about Ferrandis? Like, look, he's he's GP guy. You know he's good in the sand. I, I should have pulled up last year's results to see how he did. Uh, let me do that right now. Uh, but he's a minus three, which is steep. Um Paul, Verandis, does people want to look at him? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have the results here. He got oh, second last year at he Southwick. Went, okay, so, he um, went 1-2 last year, by the way, everybody. So, Yeah, he's a. you would have to think this is his spot. I mean, I think he has a, um, you know, when you race in Europe for so many seasons, you have to be good at sand. Um, and he was a title contender in Europe, so he's going to be good at sand. And, and uh, a minus three is going to look scary. And he probably isn't going to qualify there i would guess so that's going to be a skillful pick but i believe very much in his fitness and and if there is no other glaring picks that i think are going to far outscore him then he's absolutely going to be uh on my team dan minus three you scared Yeah, i mean he went one two last year i mean that's pretty good points even at a minus three um that's better than a you know uh, Jimmy D getting a 13th or something, you know what I mean? So uh, I think he can go 1-2 again. He won, obviously, last weekend. He was on the podium at high point. Yeah. I just, for me, I need to make up points, and I'm going to pick some guys with larger handicaps that are locals that we add to the list later, I believe. Okay. Um, but if you're a contender and you want someone that's going to be in the race and you know he's going to get good points, I think you can pick him 100%. That's scary. Minus three. I think I think another guy you can pick if you're kind of doing what Dan just said is um, is Chase is Chase Sexton. So, I mean, he did very good at high, at, at Muddy Creek, but his handicap um, only moved a little bit because he's been consistently okay. He's a minus two, mm-hmm. but I think that gives Chase some confidence. And again, if the weather is 95 degrees, this is a kid that will just keep going and is never going to tire out for sure. As long as his as long as he finishes the race, you know, equipment wise, then I think he's right. uh, he's probably four to eight range all right i need a 100 percent lead pipe lock of the week from each of you guys dan i'll start with you 250 class 100 percent lead pipe lock of the week uh i'm going my can i pick an all-star rj no it's too easy too easy now this game's easy huh i uh, yeah i know no all-star just give us a guy okay all right um i'm gonna go with um luke renslin a 10 Really, huh? I like. Yeah, I really like Luke. I, like I, just, it. I don't know what the hell's going on with him right now. How did he do there last year? Let me look. Uh, Luke Renslin went uh, ten fourteen. So that was pretty a, good. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. That would be very good. Right. I like it. Uh, so that's your twos, Paul. Luke Renslin. I'll go different, just because um, I think they're pretty similar. But um, 
I like Luke more because of his equipment, but I think uh, Hartraft is, is going to score a lot of points. All right, JT, 100% lead pipe block of the week? Well, it's going to sound like a repeat, but I, I was going to go Renzo, and that's why I mentioned him earlier. So, okay. Yeah, that's my guy. All right, okay. What about Carson Brown, JT? He's an 18. Huh. Um, yeah, great pick. Fantastic <laughs> pick. I'll get you at least I mean, nine points. I mean, seriously, though, he, he is fast. Yeah, yeah, nine points worth. And if, he, <laughs> if they have a pit bike race in between motos, he will for sure win that. Oh, too. he would dominate a pit bike. I would pick him all day long in a, in a pit bike race. Um, okay, 450 Southwick, Publimex Fantasy, 100% Pro Taper, Fly Racing. Thanks to the folks at Kawasaki as well. Uh, 450 selection. This is where it gets interesting. Uh, uh, Cooper Webb and Justin Bogle are coming back. I, following Cooper's social, which may not mean anything at all, but he's sort of underselling his return. He's like, ah, better to get yourself into shape and get riding or something or whatever he said. Um, and I feel like, I mean, are, are these guys, are Webb and Bogle just automatics, Paul? Um, I I think so. And, uh, well, no, I can't say that. It's it's hard to say that here on a Wednesday because we have those guys that are right, like right. Dan and, and JT mentioned that are going to show up. But, man, I like, I like both of them right now, especially, I'll say it again, especially looking at the weather because Cooper went um, 6-3 here last year, I believe, uh, 3-6, I'm sorry. Um, he's a minus one. Cooper's been riding for a really long time. I actually was uh, at a track a couple weeks ago and got to see him ride, and, and he looks pretty good. And, again, I think fitness and equipment is going to be huge at this race. So, um, yeah, man, I think I think Cooper and Bogle are both going to be um, top six. Let's put it that way. Dan, yeah? Bogle, Webb? I really like Bogle. He's been riding for like 12 months, it seems like. And uh, I think Bogle gets top five this weekend. Okay. Wow. I had a Webb. You think he beats Webb? I think he beats Webb. Oh, JT, that's a hot take. Uh, I'm going to go with Webb. I think uh, I think Webb Web was battling for a podium at this race last year, so I'm in on Webb. Okay. All right. Um, what about All-Star? Who do you like, JT, for All-Star? Um, man, I don't know how you don't pick Tomac, even, you know, with the really? negative there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just dominated. He dominated here in 16 when he got crushed all season. He still, he still dominated at Southwick, you know? So I know it's tough to look at it and, and give up those points to get 44, but I think you're locked in at 44. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's, I shouldn't say that so quickly because I think Marvin, you know, could, it could and should be on the podium here easily, but we, can't forget he threw his bike into the crowd here last year too so that would that would sting quite a bit okay um, i just think tomac's the only lock of this group really huh okay all right i, I, I like barsha i like barsha i can't pick him but i like barsha. Oh, i picked him last week yeah I yeah can't pick barsha. okay but so if you can pick barsha my radar yeah, yeah no i would pick barsha in a heartbeat but for me okay. i'm looking at my team of flunkies and i can't pick them your team of flunkies god <laughs> is there anybody with a worse attitude right now than jason thomas Oh God! Um, Anybody who scored less than three seventeen. <laughs> if you can pick Barsha, I think you pick Barsha here at this track. I think that uh, he's a good starter. He's very good in the sand. Um, yeah. Obviously, he went two two last weekend. He's a two handicap. But I mean, you could pick Baggett out of four. I think he'll be up there. Marvin out of two. <clears throat> For me, I, I disagree with JT a little bit. I need to make points up on the All Star, and, and yeah, I do think Eli goes one one. But I also think that three or four of these guys get 50 points, so I think you need to pick someone who's going to get 50. Um, Henry Miller did well here last year, guys. So maybe he's a bit of a sand guy. 
Millville, you know, Sandy or Minnesota. Keep an eye on Henry Miller at an eight. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm very surprised Dan picked him last week. Uh, I would have. I would have saved him and have been saving him for Southwick. And same same thing with Canning. So I guess they were they were going wow. for at Muddy Creek completely. There's, so yeah, there's going to be like we said a lot of guys who uh, who deserve to be picked. Um, guys who are going to get you 100 points. You know, it's going to be such a heartbreak uh, weekend because some of these guys, well, not all of them, are going to come through, and you're, you're going to be absolutely very very upset. Uh, I have a little bit of uh, inside information on a uh, certain rider who's showing up from a certain country to the to the north, but I don't think he's a pick. I don't think he's pickable, but he can fly in the sand. J Dags, Jeremy Medallia is supposed to be racing. Four fifty Honda. In ni- in like two thousand and nine, he did pretty well at Southwick. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't. I don't. You know what? What would you? What would he have to be handicap wise for you to pick him? Because well, he will there's be, no way he would be an 18. He's just he yeah. has too much data behind him. No, you guys will make him a 16 or an 18. Kyle Regal did very well in 2009 at Southwick, also. So keep an eye out for him. Yep. I'm just saying, J-Dags, He's kind of a mess. Like as far as his program is concerned, he doesn't really race full time anymore. But he's good in the sand. He's always Sandalese his home track and. Just keep an eye on that, everybody. He's going to qualify well. I guarantee you that he will lay down one lap that'll have everybody looking. So is he is he racing currently or no? No. Okay. Oh, I, sounds good. Not that I know of. I mean, maybe locally, but like he doesn't have a team for the Canadian Nationals. So right. uh, yeah. Are you deliberately bringing up his name to to throw people off? No, 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 no. He's supposed to race. Yeah, on a haunt. I don't do that. I'm not you guys. I I just play this game honestly. I don't try to hide. Picks like I, I think it's easy. If you can pick Canning, you easy have to pick that. Canning. He proved that he's in shape and, at Muddy Creek, and he's good. What'd you, and he, what'd you guys put him at? Where'd you put him he's at? He's a 16. He oh. gets 100 points. Yeah, Canning would be good. Yeah, okay. So is that your 100% lead pipe lock of the week, Dan? For, for me, I, I can't pick him, but right. yes, he's my yeah. lock of the week. Yep. Uh, on, this, on this list, he's my lock of the week. All right. Uh, JT, Robbie Marshall. Will we be going with Robbie Marshall? Uh, he's Yeah, he's on my team. Th- three years running. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, oh man! But he's in the year that he's supposed to do well, yeah, right? On year, right? On year, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. All right. It's hard to pick four, man. That's why I'm not asking you guys for four, right? Because I'll take, I'll take, I'll take I, four I right now. Four. I know, but things will change. But go ahead. All right, Dan. I got Barsha as my all-star. I got Bogle, Chris Canning, who I can't pick. And then I think a really good pick this weekend is going to be LaCrucio at a 10. He, oh, yeah. had, uh, he rides with RJ in the sand here in Florida. Um, but as we're doing this show, I just got a text from LaCrucio asking for parts for a bike. I believe he only has one bike. So maybe look and see if he makes the race. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not. I'm not kidding. All right. So um, yeah, but I really do think he is good in the sand. He's a ten handicap. He got tenth at uh, Thunder Valley. You figure with Bogle and and Webb, they both beat him. That's still top fifteen is good. Paul, but you guys, you guys all know. Hold on, you guys all know that all of this is going to go completely sideways when practice gets underway on Saturday, right? Yeah, but we don't have that Sounds information like right now, so. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's really that's what I said. It's going to be so crazy. To- but the, but there are a lot of people that. So for instance, the guy that's winning the industry industry idiots league, he's not gambling. He's not picking Canning. He doesn't care if Canning gets 
qualifies seventh. He, his strategy is to pick good guys every weekend. Um, so he's going to pick the Barsha, Bogle, Webb team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, we do have listeners, like maybe the guy winning the bike, he's like, I can't gamble on picking Robbie Marshall and Canning and stuff. So uh, for those guys, they may only be going off of our Wednesday our Wednesday teams, you know, and I think that you could pick Barsha, Webb, Bogle, and somebody like a, you know, a master pool or something and just have a solid team. You know, you're not going to win the week, but, you know, you'll you'll keep your lead. Okay. All I'm right. not going to win the week either way, Dan. I, I got news for you. <laughs> you know, your attitude is, is really terrible right now. Your attitude is not. But, well, but 100%, my, team, my team is killing me. You know? 100% next week when we talk on Wednesday, JT will have – Canning, who will go DNF 12 and get 50 points or something. And, you know, he'll just be so upset where the guy who just picks four solid guys will score, you know, 440 and, and he'll be solid. Can I can I get a John Short update? Paul? Uh, Short I'll, on info. I'll look in. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll look into it. I thought I, I don't know if it's Southwick or Redbud, but it's one of the two, but I'll look into it and get back to you. Uh, Ryan, but, um, Ryan. If he shows up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Dowd was a guy that probably will race, I think. He, he did well for me. Canning, John Borello, Tristan you Lane. I don't know who that is. Oh, Tristan Lane. I definitely picked Tristan Lane. I remember that. DeLance Florida. Yeah, yeah, John, John Borello. Um, <laughs> if JoJo Keller shows up, he's probably on my list. So, yeah, keep an eye on everybody. Uh, all right, anything else, boys? Davy Coombs, we watched with Davy Coombs last weekend. He told us that uh, some really old guy, he's like 50, Carlos Cohen or something. Carlo Cohen. Oh, yeah, Carlo that guy. Cohen. He, he's going to race, but he's only racing the 125 class, but he's guaranteeing a win. So <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's 50. So. We just uh, we just took him some gear last week, got him all dialed in. He, uh, <laughs> he is a New York State legend, Carlo Cohen. He is. So, um, he is. If you got- I actually was talking to my, my rider support guys, and they're like, what, you want me to do what for who? And I'm like, just trust me. Just build it with this number and this name and ship it. Um, J-Dags. Paul, yes, no. J-Dags. No, no. Dan, J-Dags. Hard no. Hard no. JT, J-Dags. You like Dags? No, no J-Dags? <laughs> no Dags. You like Dags? Um. All right, yeah, so things are going to change, everybody. We're, we're, we're trying, though. We're trying. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for playing. A Justin Bogle jersey is up this weekend for the weekly winner. So yay for that. And uh, thanks to all of our guys, uh, Zool's Bags and uh, everybody, Pit Posse, Race Tech, NFAB. We've got tons of prizes. And thank you to all those guys that support the show and support the game. Thank you guys for playing. It's been going great. I just want to add, oh. I want to add one note, sorry, before we sign off here. I basically because of this Facebook guy, I think there are a lot of people who think that we give bad info or we're trying to mislead people. The toughest part of this game for us is that we have to do the show on Wednesday to get it out to you guys. You can listen to it and be prepared for the weekend. There are so many things that change between now and Saturday. Um, You know, we have Thursday, Friday of just gathering info. And then obviously practice is a huge part of that. We don't even know the final entry list yet until Friday night. And that gets updated Friday night. So, it's not that we're trying to give people bad info. My team sucks so bad, it doesn't matter anyway. Uh, just stuff changes, right? So you have to stay on top of it. You have to follow, you know, follow RacerX Twitter, follow Pulpamax Fantasy Twitter, follow Mathis on Twitter. There's a lot of good ways to get good info out there. Um, you just kind of have to stay on top of it, unfortunately. 
Sounds like a man who's feeling a bit guilty about his Ryan Sipes pick. I don't feel guilty at all. I just don't. I don't want people to think we're doing it on purpose. Right. The only guy that would do it on purpose is Dan. I think we can all agree on I, that. No, nah, I disagree. But I think Sipes was a terrible pick, even though he got 52 points. Uh, hometown track. I still think it was a terrible pick. I think what JT said on the show was really what he meant, and then he talked himself into it by riders getting tired. Um, um, well, kind of paid off. But he, I think he, it, you said Carson Brown was a you said Carson Brown was a great pick, and he got me nine points. So um, <laughs> no, I, I was asking if Carson Brown is a good pick this oh, weekend. I, uh, right. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he was a great pick last weekend too. Speaking of points. speaking of Davy Coombs, he uh, I got word that he thought you guys took your fantasy way too seriously. So he was hanging out with you guys and could not believe the amount of effort you guys were putting into a discussion about about Public X Fantasy. I, I mean, we put a big effort into it. I mean, our scores don't reflect it. And, you know, people write <laughs> us on Twitter, you guys suck. Why are we listening to you? You know, like, there's a few of those. And it's like, we put a big effort in. I mean, we look at everything possible, old results, the vault, everything. And don't like Davey fool you. He was getting into it a little bit and he giving us some stats and stuff. So, All right, okay. You know. But we did take it pretty serious, maybe too serious. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thanks to 100% and Fly Racing and Pro Taper and, of course, the folks at Kawasaki. Thank you for listening. Good luck at Southwick. We'll reconvene next week. We'll, we'll talk about a lot of 100 scores. Uh, thanks, boys. See you. See you.